Restoration Counseling Podcast. It's not for therapists, it's for everybody. I'm your host, professional counselor, Jared Pogue. Not everybody needs counseling, but certainly everybody needs a little help every now and then. Well, uh, thank you again for joining me for another one of these five and five. They've been surprisingly successful, and it seems like uh, very helpful uh, from some of the feedback that I've been getting. So I want to continue sort of doing this uh, five and five once a month, uh, if possible, at least for the rest of the year, and uh, maybe sprinkle in a few more uh, one-off style podcasts uh, between the the sort of gaps, as it were. Uh, Today, I want to start a sort of five-day, five-topic Uh, sort of chain based around the idea of helping your child dealing with issues and mental health. Um, I find more and more that we as parents are unequipped, truthfully, on how to deal with a wide variety of mental health concerns. And I I don't say that with blame. I don't say that with guilt. I say that just... um, looking much more socially than anything else, how we've been, um, uh, how we were taught and how new information has come about. And it's it's not our fault. And I really encourage you uh, to keep that in mind as, as we move forward. I, I want to be offering um, uh, five different topics, one topic covered each day uh, that's going to help you help your child. Um, if they're dealing with this or if you're uh, afraid they might be dealing with this and you just want to be equipped or if you're thinking about having kids one day, I'd say that some of these principles are applicable to uh, non-parental relationships. For example, uh, if some of your friends are going through something, I, I do think there is uh, some great pieces in here for you um, or someone else that you know that that is dealing with one of these five topics. Uh, I think you're going to find that there are some basic principles that do continue to sort of um, span the relational gap, but I am going to be focused a little bit more towards uh, specifically parent-to-child relationships. Um, Today's topic is going to be about depression. Uh, When it comes to adolescent depression, this is a hard topic because, well, a lot of reasons. One of the biggest reasons being we tend to take the word depression um, and throw it across a slew of varying beliefs and slants. Um, Depression, we sometimes just think of as having a bad time, having a rough day, maybe a rough week or something like that. Um, While that can be true, sometimes we all have good days and bad days, good weeks and bad weeks. Uh, Depression for adolescents looks uh, much different here. I, I would first make the clarity that it's more long-term. Uh, it's something that's not just a uh, it's a period of time. Oh, he's in sixth grade. He's starting a new school. No, not necessarily. Um, though that certainly could be something that could lead to depression by all means. Um, if it's something that continues and moves forward for a very long period of time, we're looking months on the whole. I think that's when we really need to enter into uh, depression, the clinical category when it comes to looking at kids rather than going through a tough time. Um, I don't want to, again, downplay the idea of a tough time. Those need to be taken seriously too. And you'll probably find some overlap uh, between the two here. Uh, But I am aiming more for the long-term depression. But if you are seeing short-term depression, um, you're going to... uh, uh, be able to reach into some of these, but have a slightly different outlook. 
Um, so I want to give sort of three basic overall guiding principles. That's going to be my goal for each one of these. And I'm hoping that they're going to be um, just giving you a place to start when your child comes forward and tells you um, they're depressed. And maybe they won't be using those words. Um, though I do believe that uh, mental health terminology has come into our broader um, uh, population, which I hope to do a podcast episode on one day. Uh, I don't know if the, a child is going to fully understand depression. So uh, I'm going to start with step number one to bridge this and say, instead of stepping in and trying to fix it immediately, as is our sort of desire as parents, I completely understand that. Um, I'm going to say, try listening and asking questions very slowly. Because your child may have picked up some things about mental health and depression, you need to hear exactly what's coming out. Uh, questions that you could ask, how long you've been feeling this way? Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is each day like for you? Do you find it harder in the mornings or in the evenings? Um, are any of your friends dealing with this? Have you talked to anyone else about this? These sort of questions can be incredibly helpful. Um, they're going to offer a lot of clarity and, and definitely give you a great starting point. Continue to ask these questions. I'm not saying don't hug your child. I'm not saying don't love your child. But I'm saying walk with them and get as much information as you can about this. Um, with that, I would also encourage you uh, as a sub point here, um, keep an eye on any sort of mental health issues in your own family. Uh, we do find some genetic connections to uh, depression and a, a few others that we'll be getting into later this week. So as you're asking questions, that can serve as a really great backboard. If you have a sister that has uh, anxiety, that does kind of raise your child's likelihood of having clinical depression. So um, uh, be happy to talk about that more in a future podcast as well. Um, my second major point, instead of panicking as your initial desire is going to be, just because we've been so trained with the word depression, I think it, it's, it's very concerning in ourselves, try to follow up on this often. I find a lot of people panic and they maybe comfort, uh, a parent would comfort a child that comes forward with some of these things, and then it's never talked about ever again. And to me, that's the greater tragedy here. Um, we tend to think that just simply loving our child and showing our affection will solve depression. And it certainly helps. Don't hear me say otherwise. Affection can go a long way. But uh, it's not a fix-all. A, a parent's love is not necessarily the same as uh, medicine. Just throwing that out there. Um, so follow up on this often. See how it's changed with more affection does your child tell you that it's going away is your child saying that it helps but it's still there um, don't let this conversation end it is ongoing uh, if I was giving you a rough plan I'd say once a week at least check in um, depending on the kid and, and depending on a few things once a week follow up how's it been for you who have you been talking to what's it been like scale of one to ten things like that continue to to walk into this and know that their depression is not and i really want to emphasize this not a result of bad parenting or not giving enough of uh of love or, or a nice touch when they were um small children i i think that's um unfortunately built off some faulty reasoning here uh 
depression is something completely different and you may have been a perfect parent or a relatively perfect parent and this depression is not in any way uh, connected to uh, shortcomings of yourself as a parent uh, I could probably give a whole episode on that and in the future probably will uh, finally number three connected to that instead of blaming yourself as I see so many parents jump to try to realize that your child's depression is pretty likely not your fault hitting on the point earlier we do tend to take every problem our child faces as our own essentially that it goes down to our roots as, as parents and yes uh, do hear me say parenting matters parenting plays a really big role in a kid but uh, as we've grown socially and we have more connection points such as schools such as friends such as uh, the broader cultural movements media i can keep going with these there's a lot of areas where parenting just may not be uh, it may not be as present as we would like it to be no matter how hard we try uh, there's forces that are beyond my own power uh, another way to say this is your kid isn't just your kid your kid is also a person so remember that um, we can't truly change people um, we can help shape them we can help influence them we can we can help offer guidance things like that but they they are a person some people say that they're a person first and a kid second i don't know if i agree with it but i always uh, like the way that sounds but I'd really aim to keep yourself um, off of the hook here. Uh, instead, focus on what's in front of you and what you're facing without denying it. I'd love to hear your feedback on this topic. Um, I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow as I get into our next subject of uh, anxiety and how to help a child who is struggling with anxiety. I begin to see this more and more uh, every single day and uh, for a lot of reasons. So uh, I don't want to ruin that podcast now. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you tomorrow and uh, I hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. The Restoration Counseling Podcast is a product of Restoration Counseling of Atlanta a provider of professional counseling services in the greater metro Atlanta area. If you are interested in pursuing any of our services, if you would like to contact Jared about the podcast, or if you have a notable mental health story that you'd like to share to help inspire others, uh, please reach out to us at info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Again, that is info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Thank you.